is crushed this morning. Here at Kiss FM, you're on the air. Kyle, Jackie, morning. Investigation, we strongly feel this individual has been involved in other homicides. Name. Yeah, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which is on Netflix. It's been number one for quite some time on Netflix. And if you don't know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, he is basically one of America's most notorious serial killers. Um, He killed 17 boys uh, between the years of 1978 and 1991. Most of them were black and gay. Um, And he was convicted uh, eventually after one of the victims escaped. And he died in prison two years later, Jeffrey Dahmer did. So before Jeffrey died, he did a one-on-one interview with Nancy Glass. And, you know, she was, the I think, the only one that did an interview with him. And I've got a clip of her talking to him so you can hear what the real Jeffrey Dahmer sounds like. Oh, cool. Because I've been watching the show and... He's a scary sort of dude. Like, if you just met him in Westfield, you'd be like, oh, something's wrong with that Stay away from him, yeah. Yeah. Let's have a listen to a little bit of that interview. Why did you photograph them? It was my way of remembering uh, their appearance, their physical beauty. I also wanted to keep something. If I couldn't keep them there with me whole, at least I felt that I could keep... Uh, they're skeletons. And uh, I even went so far as planning on uh, setting up an altar with uh, the uh, ten different uh, skulls and skeletons. And what was the purpose of the altar going to be? Uh, as a sort of uh, memorial. It's, it's, it's so bizarre and strange, it's hard to describe. A place where I could collect my thoughts, uh, and feed my obsession. When the bodies were still in your apartment, there was no time when you would see them and say, this is grotesque, what have I done? There were times, there were times, but the compulsive obsession with uh, doing what I was doing overpowered any feelings of revulsion. It's been so, it's been a hell of a show to watch. Uh, yeah, don't Jackie, give it, you don't talked give it away. me into it. No, you talked me into it. But he started off with um, like being obsessed with roadkill with his dad, which his, his dad introduced yeah. because yeah. his dad was, you know, I think his dad was concerned that his son had no interests in anything. Well, and the dad also knew something's off with this kid. Yep. So when he took an interest in dissecting animals that were roadkill, I think his dad thought, "Great, this is going to be, you know, something he might have a passion about." Veterinarianism. Not something or, I'd think great if my son said, "Hey, Dad, can we?" St-? I'd, I'd think, but no. But they were doing it from a scientific point of view, like you do in a science class. So I. Think I think right. his dad thought of it in the early days as as that. Something he's interested in, like, let's run with it. But mm. then he started stealing mannequins and laying in bed with mannequins and fantasising about being with men. Then he yeah. just started picking up blokes and killing them. So Nancy Glass, who interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer, joins us on the phone now. Good morning, Good morning. Nancy. Good morning. And I have to say... I read that you guys have broken the record for being at number one longer than any other DJs in Australia. And I am really honoured to be on your show. Oh, thank you so much, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. That's a good journalist. She's done her research. Before Unlike this, most journalists, we're, we're, most journalists just cut and paste other people's stories, but Nancy, she's, she's actually not even researching. In, she's not even interviewing us. We're interviewing her. <laughs> I love it. Nancy, tell me. Now, you you yeah. you started out as a pen pal to Jeffrey. Is that right? 
no, 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 wait. But first of all, I want to tell you something. Yep. You know, I knew the family. I was involved with the family for several years. And the father never thought anything was wrong. He, they never noticed it. The father it was as odd as Jeffrey. Right. He is as odd as Jeffrey is. So I do want to say that while the Netflix show is fantastic, it's a scripted show. It's not meant to be a documentary. So, so not everything's exactly. Oh, right. yeah, we do take that. You know, yeah. you're right. Yeah. We can't know what private conversations happened, especially when uh, one but of them's dead. I, you know, <laughs> like we're hmm. just relying on Jeffrey. Um, but but to go in right. and and talk to someone who is just so dark and so sinister, what was that like when you first met him? Well, okay, so first I want to back up to your first question, which was I was a pen pal. What happened was first I got to know the family before I started writing to him, and they encouraged me to write to him. He wrote back to me, and then we started to talk. What was it like? Here's the super scary part. He seemed perfectly normal. Really? Oh, that's that's concerning. That was terrifying. Right. If he was as odd, I mean, you can hear the way he's talking to me. He's very thoughtful. You know, yep. he's contemplative, but he's a psychopath. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in the interview, he says to me, I'm sorry for what I did, but he's a psychopath. He doesn't even know what those words mean. Did, did he tell you why he chose to eat the body parts? Yes, he did. What did he, he say? He said he chose to eat them because... He wanted them to be part of him. He was so desperate, so desperately lonely, so ashamed of being gay. So he never, he had to touch everybody. They could not touch him. Um, And then nobody ever stayed with him. His bonding issue came from the fact that after he was born, his mother wouldn't allow anyone to touch him except to change his diaper. So I never bonded with anyone. Oh, how and sad. And that was the beginning of his detachment. I know. I know. So he did. did, did was, there, was there ever a moment, knowing the heinous things he's done, was there any moments yeah. there, Nancy, where you had empathy for him? Um, that's a really good question. Um, no. You know, I mean, look, you guys interview how many people and basically i'm the same as you are you go at it from a very professional Mm. standpoint now when you're with a celebrity obviously you can say that you like them or not but let's say you enter you're interviewing a politician you're careful right yeah not to judge but to ask the question so that everybody listening can judge. And that was yeah. my job. And and so where do you wow. think it went wrong? Did you delve deep? I know no one was allowed to touch him growing up. But surely right. it can't just be that. Or do you think it is as simple well, you as know, that? Well, that's a big... Well, look, Jackie, that is known to create terrible things in people. Also, when his mother was pregnant with him... She took 17 pills a day, including downers, female growth hormones, progesterone, estrogen. So who knows what kind of chemical concoction also affected him. Mm. His parents were very, very odd. After he died, I mean, his father said to me more recently 
after he died, he was so upset. But why was he upset? Because he wanted Jeff, as he called him, to convert people to Christianity in prison, and he didn't get the chance. Right. Okay. Okay. So are these are these um, are these on the fringe of lunacy? These people, or is it just the all this that you said? The no touching, the weird obsession with animals, the father's whole weirdness. This was just the perfect yeah. recipe for a loon to be to be walking around amongst us, and then he's just started killing people. Just was there any? You said he was not sort of thoughtful and stuff. Did could you see? Oh, I could I could easily get lured by this guy. I see how people were swept yeah. up and taken back to his house and murdered. Yes, and what he did was he preyed on people who needed him. He would buy somebody a drink. He would uh, give somebody money to pose naked. You know, he did. He he preyed on the vulnerable, right. on young men, and on men with no attachments. And it, it, it you know, most clever. of his most of his victims were obviously gay and black. Now, did you yeah. ask him why? Why did he always choose black people mostly as his victims? Opportunity was his answer. Right. Black right. and brown. It was all about opportunity. It wasn't about attraction. It wasn't about um, it wasn't about attraction, and it wasn't about not, any kind of anger. Not about it race or anything like that. It wasn't a race thing. It was just, no. hey, this person's talking to me. I feel they're weak. I think exactly. I can get them. That was his. That was sort of the boxes he was that ticking. Was it. Right. Okay. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Well, you know the you know in the series there was the neighbor who kept complaining about the smell coming from his apartment. Like she knew he was up to no good, and and because I think she was black, she'd called the police so many times, and they just ignored her. But you know what? That didn't happen either. Oh, that the didn't happen. That's didn't bullshit. That part. Oh, that's just some woke poetic license no, that someone's woke in there. Oh, because I thought oh, that, Jackie, that part I of the story so I loved. I to tell you that. Hey, we uh, want to know the truth. So, the, so did that neighbour never exist at all? Was that just an invented person or was it a different situation? Well, it was a, well there was a neighbour who noticed a smell but didn't complain. The bad thing was when he kidnapped this kid, mm. a teenager, and he assaulted him and the kid the teenager was running down escaped running down the street naked and bleeding the neighbors called the police and the police returned him assumed it was a lover's quarrel yes and returned him back and was to jeffrey Dahmer. oh what right That's, i know oh i know goodness. I know that 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 horrible. was horrifying. I honestly was. I mean, yeah. the the poor guy escaped, and then he's just put back in there by the police. Um, wow! Yeah. You spoke to the father recently too. Like now, Jeffrey's dead, yeah. and then this is a done deal. What's the father's vibe now? Yeah. Is is he a nice fellow? Because I is always he wondered, did he blame himself because he was the one that introduced him to dissecting up animals? I'm not sure that that's true. Oh, you don't even I think that say, part is true. That. I don't think so, but uh, did the father grant? No, the, fa- um, the father is completely, um, and, when, and when Jeffrey would write to me, he would write to me about God, and he believes everything is about God, and that Jeffrey, uh, because he embraced 
Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior would be forgiven. And that he had well, We know he was, that the, know, the Lord is uh, forgiving, but is he forgiving for that? I don't know about that. He forgives everything, well, apparently. I, I, I did ask him. Yeah, I did. You know, he wanted to die, and I did ask him, are you going to go to heaven or hell? And he said, well, that's a good question. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, there, there is probably only one answer there. Oh, my God, you wonder. Yeah, I know, exactly. Oh, oh, wow. That's, yeah. and how did he die in prison? Like, was it another inmate? Yes. He wanted to die. He stayed up all night and he slept all day because he couldn't face the daylight. He couldn't do what he wanted to do, what motivated him. So he really wanted to die. And he aggravated every other uh, inmate until somebody finally killed him. Is that right? That's how he died. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you saying because he couldn't fulfill his passions or whatever during the day? Raping and killing men. That's the passion, right? Yeah, the killing people. Like he couldn't, because he couldn't kill people, he wanted to die. Yeah. He could not control these urges. He still had them. He just, he was, you know, he. He couldn't face what he did, and yet I, there was this dichotomy within him where he couldn't face what he did, and yet he wanted to continue. Right, to do it, it compelled him. And did it, because he still had that yearning to kill people? Was he in a, a cell on his own because of that? Um, I don't think he had an urge. I I don't know if that's true, but that's a good question. But I, I wouldn't do want to know share a cell with him. There was nothing. <laughs> That's true. I, I would assume. You know, it's funny because, believe it or not, I've interviewed three serial killers, and usually they are alone in the cell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kept now, away. I, I don't think this was in the uh, series, but I think I read that you said his first kill was an accident and he didn't mind killing after that. And he thought, oh, it's just easy to kill all these people. Is that true? Yes. Yes. So what was, what what was the accident? How did it happen? Um, He, how did it happen? Well, he had disabled the guy and then he accidentally killed him. And he felt that, you know, he, I think he strangled him or he did all kinds of things. He injected drugs into people. He drilled holes in some and poured uh, acid into them. He did everything he could because he wanted to create a zombie. He wanted to have zombies living with him so that he could have sex. Okay, yeah, if there's one message so from this, Nancy, I would implore all parents yeah. to hug your children and give them lots of love so we never see a Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> again. Because <laughs> clearly, not being touched at any stage yeah. of your life, you know, it creates problems. Yeah. A detachment problem, so sad. Thanks for talking yeah. to us, Nancy. Yeah, it's really quite a you fascinating guys are great. story. And again, it's an honor. Thank you. Well, oh, thank you, Nancy Glass. Kind. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's quite a fascinating series. Nancy, there, she's the real journo that got in face to face with him. Yeah. What a weird story, though. I, I don't even mind there's a few bullshit bits in there because the oh, overall story is legit. I think we all assume everything we watch, whether it's The Crown, this Dharma story, whatever, you know, you're, gonna, yeah. you're going to always have bits in there that never happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's okay. Will and Grace, that's not true yeah, either, true. apparently. Yeah, there's all yeah. sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Kyle and Jackie O.